right out of the gate, I said, we are not injecting anything today. This is about you and me today. Tell me what's going on. I'll have what she's having. Welcome to another edition of Digital Confidence Podcast. Hey, welcome back to the show. Uh, this week, uh, we have a very uh, important, special, interesting guest. I cannot wait to get involved into this conversation. It's Tracy Peterson. Hi, Tracy. How are you? Hi, Tony. What I'd like to do is first talk a little bit about Tracy and why I have her on the show. She's an international speaker. She's highly sought after trainer. She's a board-certified family nurse practitioner, founder and the CEO of Elevate Wellness and Aesthetics, co-founder of the Butterfly Campaign, which I want to talk about because I don't even know what that is, and the number one team builder in 50 countries with, is it pronounced Amare? Amare, that's right. Amare. Okay, good. So with her collective wellness and aesthetics industry experience of over 15 years, she's widely regarded by her peers, patients, clients, and entrepreneurs, and moms alike. I like that. Uh, (laughs) You speak on insecurity. You speak on identifying your unique and divine gifts and uh, not being defined by your life experiences. And uh, finally, she uh, joyously claims her greatest accomplishment as being a mom to three active children. Very active children, Tony. uh, Being a a girl dad for many, many years now, she's, uh, my daughter's 31 now, but active, I can so uh, I could so dial into what that means. And, and cause I lived it myself. So, and I had one, and that was enough. That was it yep. for me. But but good for you. So welcome to the show. When we chatted earlier last week, when we were talking about the pre-show stuff, the thing that interested me the most about, because you could talk about a wide range of things with women and empowerment and identity and all the kind of stuff that we talked about already in your CV, right? The one thing that fascinated me the most, and I think would be a great thing to share today, would be your stories from the medical aspect, from the nurse practitioner, the the plastic surgery stuff, the aesthetic stuff, women coming in, wanting plastic surgery, needing to change something about themselves to feel better uh, right. when that works, when that doesn't work, and really the thing that they're missing overall, that missing key ingredient. So if you can kind of start off and kind of kind of give us a, a little tidbit of how that comes about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, great question. I mean, I've been in the aesthetics industry and really been taking care of patients, I mean, geez, since 2005. So I have many, many, many years of experience being having women be my patients, my clients, obviously my friends. Um, and so especially from the medical aesthetic standpoint, when I have a client come in, whether they want Botox, whether they want fillers, and obviously I have, you know, my own, my own aesthetics practice now, Elevate Wellness and Aesthetics. And I wanted to come at it at a little bit of a different angle because I think it's really, it's really easy to have somebody come in and sit in your chair and say, I don't like this, or I'm not confident here, fix it. Right. And that's completely external. And I know you and I talked about this, that many times uh, we look at ourselves and we say, okay, I'm not confident. And so I need to change something about myself externally. Therefore, I will be more confident where the opposite is actually (laughs) true, that you can come in and no matter how much Botox you get, no matter how much filler you get, no matter how much plastic surgery you get, 
it's not, people are looking for that external validation and they think the external validation is really going to help them move closer to having more confidence. When in reality, when people are looking outward, instead they need to be looking inward and upward, looking internally at themselves saying, you know, where's my self-worth? Where's my self-value? Because no matter what we do externally, you're never going to get there. It's like a forever moving target, especially when you're looking for your validation from everybody else. Right. I, f- I find this to be the number one issue with uh, mental health, uh, not stuff that's physiological, but just in, in terms of interaction and with especially with social media and with the uh, younger generations yes. nowadays with it being so much more important. Me, even when I was growing up way back in the horse and buggy days, you know, there would always be you'd always look for external validation in some form or fashion. That's just how we are and it's how we're wired. But the problem comes from the fact that you use that and only that as I, as an identifier or as a validation in terms of who you are and your value, whether it be from a, a pretty or an attractive standpoint, or whether it be from just a being accepted within certain groups standpoint. And it's, it, and it, it's funny because when we talked about this earlier, we talked about, this is almost like turning the Titanic, right? Just to, because it's, it's the complete shift from the external, from the, you know, every, getting all being judged and taking that judgment, however you take it, as like the truth in terms of who you are and your value, to completely switching that around to it coming from here, it being introspective, it's coming from yourself. When when women come in and they do their initial consultation and they sit down and they talk about the fillers and all that sort of stuff, yeah. do you find there is a particular mindset that they have going in, do you throw in, because I know as a therapist, I I could take care of a lot of stuff in like the first two sessions, but the thing is, is that they're not ready to hear me. Right. You got it. Yep. So, so kind of walk me through when, when women do come in, what you find typical and then how you handle that in terms of moving forward, knowing that, that they think that this is going to solve the problem. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really when, when they come in, I really, really make it a point to never ever start with, um, handing them a mirror and having them pick things apart in themselves. Okay. Interesting. Okay. I usually start by telling them all the wonderful things about them, Mm. all of the beautiful things that I see, like their beautiful eyes or their beautiful smile or man, your skin glows, or you have the most beautiful twinkle in your eye when you smile, right? Or you have this or this or this. I think that is one of the ways that we can turn that Titanic around is, is helping women to identify what those unique character traits are or what those unique inherent gifts that they have, which maybe oftentimes, maybe it's not a physical character trait, but when they're coming in my chair, we're there to kind of address the physical, right? And so it's highlighting all of those good things that they do have. And then I talk about it in more of little adjustments and also setting proper expectations as well. And I think I brought this up when we when we initially talked um, that they actually... Online, it was circulating a few years back um, in the idea of setting proper expectations for people. 
is this idea of, of perfection. I call it toxic perfectionism, right? Everybody wants to be completely symmetric. They want to be able to create this face that they want. But what this group of people did is they took the most quote unquote attractive celebrities, right? Like Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie, Jennifer Aniston, Justin Bieber. And they took a photograph of them and did a complete um, mirror image on the mm. other side. So they were, quote, you know, completely perfect, completely symmetrical. And they all looked weird, like right, that's super weird. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The symmetrical. So, yeah. 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 And so I share that with them and I say, hey, there is beauty and imperfection. Like God made us that way for a reason. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like we can make little adjustments here and there to try to maybe even out some of the the the, the gross adjustments there. But but I think it's pointing out that there is there is beauty in contour. There is beauty in light and shade. You know, you don't, that's the other thing I try to tell women too, is you don't want to look like everybody else. I think that's sort of the trend that we're seeing in the aesthetics industry is everybody was almost starting to look kind of like a Stepford housewife. Like everybody looked the same. They, you know, they had the same aesthetics, the same shapes, the same. And it's like, we were losing our individuality and it's the in our it's in our individuality that we actually um, create that contrast and create beauty, right? Do you find it's, that it, it, all it, comes together. It, 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 yeah, exactly. Do you, a couple things. I'm fascinated. I'm fascinated in terms of your approach because I've never been in uh, a consult for that. So I don't know how it typically works. Is your approach with your clients the one where you actually are doing a lot of positive affirmations in regards to, to the positive things that they bring to the table. Is that typical for an, it, 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 I want it to be, <laughs> I'm uh, that's what on, I thought. I'm sort of on a mission to turn that Titanic around because I feel like we need to do better. We need to do better for, um, for the women of the world as cheesy as that sounds but the reason why we have to do better for the women of the world is because we need to do better for our daughters. And I know you and I kind of connected on this when we when we first chatted because I have I have two daughters, right? And I want to make sure that they know that their worth and their value is completely outside of their body because they are much much more. We as women are much much more than our bodies. And if we can help shift that narrative where we are speaking positively into people. We are looking for all the good instead of the bad, because if we, wh wherever your focus goes, energy flows. And so if you're focusing on all the things that you don't have or all the things that you want to change or that you don't like about yourself, that's going to perpetuate more of that sort of mindset in your life. And so if we can, even just in small little doses, start speaking positivity into women and and seeing all of the all of the positives that they have inherently just from getting up in the morning and breathing like they are enough you are enough as a woman just by getting up in the morning and if we can do that then we can start to impact the next generation because there's there's one thing to be said i mean our mothers and our women right now are modeling the behaviors that that next generation is going to grow into. 100%. And, and so if if we as women, and again, it's it can start with one. It can just start with you being aware that maybe I have some insecurities in this area, whether it's, 
you know, um, I'm lacking confidence in my body. I'm lacking confidence in my motherhood. I'm lacking confidence in my time management. I'm lacking confidence in my relationship. I'm lacking confidence within myself. If, if we can identify that and you can just start with having an awareness, that is the first step to making true change is, is it's having an awareness of it. And then it's surrounding yourself with a community, with a group of people where you can, um, be elevated because as you're around a positive, uplifting, high vibrational, you know, energy in a room, you're, you're going to be that next one. Because again, where your focus goes, energy flows. So if you're in a room in a community and you align yourself with people that have that sort of um, higher vibrational energy, like you're going to, you're going to follow suit. But I just think it starts with one and then you going and looking at your friends and saying, oh, I find that so lovely about you, or I see that in you. And I love that. And it's not in a comparison sort of way. It's not, oh, you have that. And I wish I did, but it's, I love that about you and genuinely being happy for somebody else that they have that strength or they have that characteristic or they have those, those big, beautiful eyes or those big, beautiful lips or whatever it is that you can be happy genuinely for somebody else, because it doesn't mean that, that you're in, in lack. This brings up a couple different points. The, the point that came out to me the most in terms of the strongest that, that was sort of a glaring point was the fact that with women over the generations, the way the society has been set up, it sort of pits you guys against each other. Mm. And, and it's still sort of an, not an unwritten thing, but it's sort of below the surface, right? And especially when it comes down to social media and, and just what you said, comparison, yes, which leads to the aesthetic stuff, which leads to the external validation stuff. How do you begin the conversation? How do you create the conversation to get them to see that, just like you said, not comparison, not comparing, but pointing out the positive, unique aspects of their friends? I mean, how do you make that or create that shift in the women that you talk to so they understand that it's it's more about the tribe? It's more about sticking together. It's more about supporting each other. It does. It takes a tribe. And it takes time, it takes trust, and it does take a strong woman to stand up and know that we have to do better for each other. And I had a woman come in and she said, I don't care. I don't want to look at myself in the mirror. Whatever you do, just just pump me full of stuff. Make me feel better is what she said. And it's like, put the brakes on. (laughs) We got to back up a couple steps. And I think we all just need to be brave enough to say no. From from a medical provider standpoint, be brave enough to say no. I think personally, that is the biggest flex. Um, It's not how much you sell. It's not how much money you're making. uh, It's not how many followers you have, whatever it is. I think it's being strong enough and secure enough to see that there's a woman suffering sitting in front of you. And just simply saying no. And right out of the gate, I said, we are not injecting anything today. This is about you and me today. Tell me what's going on. And so I think it's it's paying attention to that intuition as women. And I know you, you have a lot of listeners on who, who maybe aren't medical providers, but you can sense the energy shift when you're sitting and talking with a friend. And when she makes comments about her thighs 
or her face or her wrinkles or her whatever it is that you can genuinely sense that energy, find the good in the situation and focus there. Say, oh, you know, stop. You stop talking about yourself like that because you are X, Y, Z. You are the most amazing friend. You're the most trustworthy person. Taking it away from the physical will actually, in the end, start developing that trust and that rapport so that we can start shifting that Titanic around degree by degree by degree. I think that uh, uh, 110%. I love the fact that you used the pattern interrupt technique in terms of the people get on, you know, they get on a flow and they start talking about themselves. It's a downward spiral and, yep. the, and then it just piles on. Whereas you interrupt that, you snap it out and, and you shift it from the physical, from the things that they're dealing with that they're not happy about into a positive non-physical aspect, the unique characteristics, the value, intrinsic value that they have. That's, yes. that's a fantastic pattern interrupt, which anybody can do with any of their friends or any, any of their daughters or any, any of it. The, um, with that being said, and to wrap this up, if somebody out there is thinking about plastic surgery, aesthetics, fillers, anything like that, because they're feeling how they're feeling, what would be your suggestion to them in order for them to come in with the right mindset? Mm, That's a great question. I get Botox. I get fillers. So I don't want this to be like, oh, hey, this is a double standard. Yeah, it's not like it, it's not like there's it's not like there's anything wrong. It, it, yeah, right. Like, right. And I'm not and right. I'm not saying that either it, at all. Right. It, but it's right. Exactly. But the, but it's there's a balance there to where it's not the the panacea. Right. It's not the cure all right. for everything to go in and get fillers. And then and then you have the expectation of you feeling 110 percent better. And you get out and 10 minutes later, you look in there and you find something else wrong. I think it's the difference between. Uh, like a motivation and a habit, right? If people are expecting to be motivated, motivation only lasts 24, maybe 48 hours, right? Because mm-hmm. like you're feeling good. You've got that rush of emotion and endorphins and you're like, I'm good, I'm motivated. But it's like after 48 hours, you're like, I ain't motivated anymore. So what's going to kick in? It's it's going to be the habits, mm-hmm. right? And so I think that's the point is confidence comes through habitual identification of who you are and whose you are, right? It's knowing that your worth and your value comes from within and you need to identify your unique qualities, characteristics. And there are many women out there listening who are like, I don't have any, I don't yeah. know of it. Yeah, I know. That's And unfor- it's so unfortunate. It is, it really is. And so what I would say is go to somebody um, in your life that not just that you love, because sometimes people that we love, sometimes those are interesting dynamics, but who I would go to is somebody that you have a relationship with that you look up to, that you look at them and you're like, man, going back to a little bit of that comparison, like, wow, she's got it all together or whatever it is and say, Hey, I have a question for you. Could you tell me just one thing about me that you would say is a positive or that that you like about me or whatever it is. Maybe that sounds weird to do, but you know what? Women love to do that. 
they'd be like, ah, oh, I can totally tell you what it is, right? And it's so it's so easy to do. You can build on that. You can build from there um, and hold on to that. The other thing that I would suggest and recommend is also ask, like as you're connecting with God, as you're connecting with your higher power source and you're just taking a minute, ask what your unique gift is. Ask what is something special about you. And then just listen. And that innate female intuition will kick in and something will come to your mind and just start there. Then I would check myself, right? Before I go in, start doing those those daily habits to strengthen those confidence muscles because it is a skill that can be learned. If you choose to do that, to, to go to a provider where you have you have that connection with, and, and also something that I tell people, like, how do you know who to go see? Um, you know, are they reputable? Da, 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 da. But I would go and I would look at the office staff. I would look at, you know, the person who checks you in. I would look at your injector and I would say, okay, is this, is this like the vibe that I'm, that I'm looking for that I'm, that I'm wanting? Because what we're seeing right now in the aesthetics industry is this huge, shift towards things going a little bit more natural, which I am so grateful for. I feel like it shouldn't be salesy. It shouldn't be pushy. It shouldn't be all about upselling, 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 upselling. Uh, It needs to be a partnership. What is in your best interest? And I'm hearing you, you're hearing me. Let me make sure we're understanding it correctly. And, um, you know, that's going to go a long, long way to make sure you're getting what you want, that you have a good experience and that it is truly a partnership. And again, partnerships are built on trust. It's not just about the actions or the outcomes, but it's the process and the journey along the way. Fantastic advice. And it makes perfect sense to be able to go in there on a solid foundation, to go in, in with a teammate type of an attitude where everybody's yeah. on the same team, on the same level. And it's, and it's a win-win for everybody with that. Tracy, thank you so much. What, how can people get a hold of you? Now I will put this in the show notes, but just to, you know, throw it out on the, on the audio podcast. Yes. So, um, they can find me obviously on Instagram. It's elevate underscore wellness underscore aesthetics. And then my personal Instagram is at tpeat. And then again, we work with women in business, high performing mission-driven women, um, on balancing all of the things. Uh, and so you can find us at the butterfly So the butterfly, is that part of elevate? No, it's actually separate. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's actually separate. So it's really women in business, entrepreneurial, mission driven, powerful women needing that community because Oftentimes women in business, that is a lot to juggle. It's a lot to manage. And you do going back to, you need a tribe, right? You want a tribe of the right energy to help, you know, lift you and learn from each other and mentor you and coach you through life. So that's really um, the butterfly campaign. There's a lot of mental wellness through products, programs, and people in association with that. But then elevate wellness and aesthetics. That is, that's my personal um, aesthetics practice in South Jordan, Utah. Got it. Okay, great. Th- Tracy Pearson, thank you so very much. That was awesome. Thank you, Tony. Thank you. And uh, everybody, have a great week, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.